Ladies and gentlemen, welcome or welcome back to the JKWD podcast where I told Kelvin what we're going to be talking about today and he's very nervous because I wouldn't really tell him what we're talking about today. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> not, not the question. I'm, a, I'm wonderful and good. somewhat intrigued. <clears throat> um, life is good. I would like to report that it is spring again in upstate New York after okay. the last two days of winter weather. <laughs> and it's good. Life is good. I'm breathing well, sun and shining. Skies are blue. <clears throat> Trees are getting some green stuff on them, except for the ones in my yard. Well, it's a whole different thing. And I'm um, I'm actually kind of excited to, uh, to be uh, walking and talking and breathing and moving around on my own power. Good. Yeah. And it's always good when the when the skies are blue and the trees are green and not the other way around. <laughs> I will admit I haven't experienced that recently. Um, so, yeah, I think you're probably right. <clears throat> right. How about you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, this week seems to have extended itself quite a bit. Uh -huh. uh, you know, we uh, had the roof done and that felt like weeks ago, but apparently it was only like four days ago. It's weird, isn't <laughs> so, it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that happens, but it happens. And uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, got out for a nice run this morning. Couple of laps around the lake. Uh huh. A couple of laps around the lake. Yeah. It's, it's that sounds big, like more work than I'd signed up. It's for. not a. It's not a big lake. Okay. Uh, but. Scared me for a minute there. No, no, not a big lake. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's a pretty one. Good. Good. What's the temperature? I was about 50 when I was out there. Um, uh, yeah, not, not, not warm. I was long pants, long sleeves and a hat. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but it, it's warming up. It, it's going to get, it's going to get back to spring soon, I think. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for, uh, I'm, I'm glad for your weather for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, hopefully sometime in the not too terribly distant future. Cause I do, I would like to uh, get back to traveling and seeing friends and, and further reached out places and uh, good. Yeah. Well, but we have to come to an agreement with the, uh, with the folks who are, um, you know, COVID, the, the, our, our COVID um, um, overlords, rulers yeah. and stuff. Yeah, Cause Oh. <laughs> so we have uh, we have both received our second doses, my wife and I, and uh, you know, they're not fully effective until two weeks out, but that'll be very soon. And uh, you know, we're we're hoping to get up there, up your way, uh, sometime this year. Cool. Just trying to figure out when, uh, you know, with with jobs, and uh, now we have to the baby's old enough that we have to pay for her ticket too. Mm -hmm. Really. Yeah, is she talking yet? <laughs> she's, got, she's got some words, but That's last time I last time I heard her yapping, she was uh, getting pretty expressive. Yeah, yeah, she she's still she's still very expressive, but uh, we're we're working on words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. We're brought to you today by Vitamin K Daily. Speaking of words, you get words in your inbox Monday through Friday, five days a week. How awesome your day is going to be how awesome you are from the Prince of Positive himself, Kevin P. Ringgold. Get yourself four weeks free 
vitaminkdaily.com. It's four weeks free. And after that, just $24.95 a year. If you find out during your trial that it's not for you, you just cancel and you won't get charged one red cent. vitaminkdaily.com. Get yourself four weeks free. We're going to play the music. And we're going to be back with a conversation. Kelvin, I got a question for you. Do you? I read this in a book last night, right before I went to bed. Uh Uh-oh. Why is a raven like a writing desk? Why is a raven like a writing desk? Well... Let me work on that. Let me see. Raven. Um, Because you don't see one very often? (laughs) Or maybe you see one, but I don't have a clucking foo to be. Well, (laughs) to be honest, this comes out of Alice in Wonderland and is never answered. I see. When when Alice shows up at the tea party, the Mad Hatter looks around. You know, they they have their little conversation about time, and and then the Mad Hatter says, "Why is a raven like a writing desk?" And then they do just go off and talk about other stuff. Hmm. Okay. But so I, I I was thinking about this. You know, I had my had my run this morning around a lake, and then I took the dog for a nice long walk. And I was on the walk. I was thinking about this question. And now you weren't smoking and running at the same time. No, no, no. I definitely was not. I am. <laughs> so I'm very, I'm very caffeinated. I've had a lot of caffeine today. But, uh, but other than that, no, 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 no there's nothing going. Got on. Got it. Up. Just, just checking. Nothing untoward going on up there. Uh-huh. Um, up there being my brain. Uh, <laughs> nothing nothing any more un, untoward than, than normal. Than usual, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, nothing altering going on up there. But I was thinking about this question, and and I don't know if this is just the the British use of of the question why, but if if we wanted to, if if here in America we wanted to know why the if we, if we want to know about a raven and a writing desk, we want to know the similarities. Mm-hmm. We would ask, how are they similar? Mm-hmm. Not why. Okay. Right. So, you know, why is a very different question than how it is. So you know, why? a writing desk might be black like a raven, and and it might, you know, you maybe when a raven's bent over and have it has it has its wings, yeah, 
out, you know, maybe it's got a flat top like a writing desk. Those those are how, right? Those are ways in which they they might be similar. Why are they? Like, how come? Yeah. So we make an assumption that a raven is like a writing desk. With your, if if you're going where I think you're going, yeah. So we have to figure out why. In what ways? Yeah. Wow. So let's stream this up. I like. Let's stream this up. Why is a raven like a writing? Why is a raven like a writing desk? Well, first of all. Do we have to define writing desk? I mean, is this a particular uh, type of writing desk, or we're just going to take the general? Well, I think I think we can go with general. I, you know, Lewis Carroll was writing this in like the 1870s. There weren't that many styles of desk, I don't think. So yeah, I I think you know, Lewis Carroll was writing in the 1870s. So probably not too many variants of writing desks probably just probably just a desk Desk. we wouldn't we wouldn't have a different computer desk no computers so desk here raven here why is the raven pretending to be a writing desk that's that's kind of another way to how how, yeah what other ways to put that question well right i guess another another question to ask as we can consider this is is this statement commutative yeah you know, arithmetic, you know, it's a one thing equals the other, right? Where you know, addition is commutative if you three plus five is the same as five plus three, right? Is saying why is a raven like a writing desk the same as saying why is a writing desk like a raven? Hmm, are those the same thing? Wow. I think sure. now saying it aloud, I I don't think they are the same thing. I I I think this really is a you know raven emulating a writing what? desk versus a writing desk emulating a raven, which which would be very different things. Although Perhaps. I it might be easier to to answer because I think you know a, a raven can take flight and a writing desk wants to help you let your imagination take flight and I I think it becomes actually an easier questions to do to that, with, yes. which we shouldn't do because we should challenge ourselves to do the hard thing so why is a raven like a writing desk uh, wow why is a raven like a writing desk well let me see a raven is i don't know are all ravens black yeah I, I, all writing desk may have been at the time i don't i don't know um um, the majority of ravens are black. They, I might as well all be black. They uh, okay. I have a dumb question. Yeah. Well, it's not maybe not a dumb question. Do ravens actually talk? I mean, I know in the poem they said never more, but no raven, ravens don't actually. Do they have ravens are just like a big crow. Rock. Never more. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a parrot. Never mind. Wrong one. <laughs> Why is a raven like a writing desk? Well, hmm. maybe it just wants to be. It calls you to think. I don't know. Why? Maybe, is maybe they just want you to be. <laughs> I wonder when it did, wants to provoke Poe, thought. How's that? Poe would have written The Raven by then, right? I'm, I'm going to have to take your word for it. Um, I think I think Poe was writing in the 1840s. Yeah, 1845. So 
So and and the Raven was quoting then. <laughs> yes, quote the Raven nevermore. Um, so I did read something. So that that would have been a so that that would have probably been a known quantity to Lewis Carroll, who was a reader. Uh, mm-hmm. That probably would have been a what? Known quantity to Lewis Carroll. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. So never mind. So that might not have been a. You're right. That might not have been a. Might not have been a random selection of bird. Right. It have been specifically about the. So what are the qualities of a raven? Ah, oh, maybe, maybe because they stay quiet until you query them or something. I I don't know. But how does where does that go? I know, now now I'm gonna pull up the I'm gonna pull up the the poem itself because let's see he was in a study uh-huh. right the the setting of the raven is once upon a midnight dreary while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore yes so so he's in his study reading mm-hmm. and suddenly there came a tapping yeah. By the way, I'm not reading it. I don't understand why I know this stuff. As of someone gently tapping, tapping at my chamber door. Oh, maybe because the raven taps, raven taps on your door and the writing desk taps at your mind waiting for you to open it or to create something. Well, and the raven is a, is welcomed reluctantly, right? As, as I read this, to some visitor, I'm I muttered, na- tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, okay. Well, sometimes well, your I'm, writing desk is just a visitor in your house, and you're not doing anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I've had right. that. <laughs> <laughs> I've we had both that. have that. We both have that problem sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Why? Oh, but that goes back to. Why not? I mean, well, that's that how. how. That, that goes not, back to not how, not why. why. Why is it like? Because it wants. Oh, wow! Like your writing desk, it wants to bring intrigue. Yeah, well, ravens are very mysterious, right? So they are. But are. a raven can make noise, and writing desks often don't. So perhaps why is it like? Uh, oh man. Hmm. So why is it like a a writing desk? Because it wants to cause you to think. I, I like that answer. And here, here's the reason I like that answer. Uh, this is going to go a little deeper than you expected, I think. I have no experience. You know, one of the... <laughs> one of the... Uh, the themes in, in Alice in Wonderland is Alice is you know, kind of maturing and... and you know, graduating into adolescence and you know, we still think of like a, a 10, 11 year old as very much a child in our age, but back then, yeah, you know, back then that back then they're getting close to marriage. 
so you know it's really it's really transitioned into adulthood time mm-hmm. and you know, we talked about way back in like episode two right you know being more childlike right being able to experience things as a child even though we've got kind of you know, as we get older we get a little more fixed up in a up in the brain right there are studies that show that if you if you tweak a problem to toward improbability that a child will figure it out much quicker than an adult so one of the things they've done is like create a, a a machine that when you put say a square block on it the mm-hmm. machine will react and you know so you're presented with various different blocks and different shapes and sizes and colors mm. and you figure out very quickly that it's the square block that the machine wants you can make the screen react that might take the child a little longer than the adult to figure out but mm-hmm. once they figured it they figured it out they figured it out now you pull them away from the machine and you reprogram the machine to react to something different mm-hmm. the child is going to figure out the answer quicker than the adult probably because now the adult knows that it's programmed to a square block so let's say you program it to two blocks mm-hmm. the adult is already recognize that it is set up for one block in a particular shape. So now the adult tries all the different shapes, but the child doesn't have that pattern to worry about. Right. So might try two blocks, might try three, might try five, might Mm. try colors. Whereas the adult will go one at a time and then we'll get stumped and have to think of something new. We'll have to start all over again. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. So oh, that's hmm. you, there how is that, it. How, how does that different. handle that Y thing? So how does that handle? Well, it? I I think it's not so much an ability to answer that question, but an ability to ponder that question, or even a desire to ponder that question. Really? Like, why would we sit here and actually try to answer that? <laughs> right. The fact that you you are willing to play along with me mm-hmm. on this means that we think a little differently than a lot of people. You might to ask that question of some random stranger or you know somebody other than you. And they might have looked at me for a minute and then just walked away. <laughs> but, you know, we've had stranger conversations, Mr. Shear. <laughs> we've had stranger conversations. But now I'm still thinking about it. That's the other thing is, is we don't just drop it. We don't just drop, well, maybe we don't, but it's like, you know, 
does there have to be an answer to that question? I mean, there's got to be an answer to that question. You know? you know, it's never where, answered where, in the book. Where do you go with that? You it's know? never answered in the book, and Lewis Carroll never himself offered a, <laughs> a response. There you go. Hmm. I wonder how many other people have intrigued on that <laughs> besides you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. You dragged me in it. I did. I did. I did. I dragged you into it. And I would say kicking and screaming, but you didn't tell me what you were dragging me into. I didn't. Follow me. Follow me. Yeah. If I had told you 10 minutes before we recorded this positive, that before we recorded this podcast, that that's the question I was going to ask you. Yeah. It probably would have had a different outcome. Yeah. Yeah. We probably would have not done the podcast on that. (laughs) You probably would have searched your brain for anything else to talk about. Could have been. Could have been. But, you know, certain people, I'm up for a challenge, you know, and, and, and I can say unequivocally that uh, <laughs> over the time that we've known each other, you have challenged me often. <laughs> Some of not, necessar- right. not necessarily in a bad way. So. <laughs> so it's interesting. So we're speaking to our thought processes now. Yeah, so we're, since we're here, since we're here, since we're here, so how do we take this conversation and apply it to life in general? And coming at things from kind of a different angle, a different viewpoint, a different starting point is important. I think, are you familiar with Sai Guosheng? Uh, it's not ringing a bell. He's a Chinese, he's a Chinese artist. Uh-huh. His, his dad was a, a famous calligrapher who, I don't know if he was disappeared or, made, or um, only like detained during uh, the, the Maoist revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Sai himself became an artist. Uh, Guosheng himself became an artist. I, I keep forgetting that Sai is is his last name. They say those first in Asian languages. Uh, and he has his primary medium is gunpowder. Uh, he he designed the the fireworks displays of the Beijing Olympics. Really. And. Uh, his artwork is largely made with gunpowder that he will draw lines on canvas and then cover those lines with gunpowder. And then he'll uh, run a fuse and you know, tamp down the, you know, put, put something over the canvas and he'll light the fuse and let the gunpowder go off and uh, whatever he has left for an impression on the, on the canvas is the artwork. So he's actually using, yeah. I look at him uh, and I look at uh, Ai Weiwei, who is another Chinese artist who himself has been detained for his revolutionary thoughts or his counter-revolutionary thoughts, right? Yeah. Uh, He has a, he went to prison and when he got out, he determined that he was going to write a memoir and that's coming out this fall. 
Yeah, I think there are a lot of artists. I've, I've been looking at a lot of graffiti art. Lately, I still can't read most of it. <laughs> it yeah, well. It, it makes me somewhat uncomfortable, but it's, yeah, because we, you know, we grew up believing that was like urban blight. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's still beautiful art mm-hmm. to some extent. And a lot more graffiti art is, bring, is being brought into galleries, at least has been since the, mm-hmm. you know, since the 90s and, and you know, really you know, Lee Quinones and, and Jean-Michel Basquiat and stuff. So I've been, I've been thinking a lot about how to, you know, think differently and bring other things into my life. Mm. So all that, all that stuff is kind of running around my head and that that's why I, I got interested in, in thinking about the, you know, the Matt Hatter's question, the Matt Hatter's riddle, I think is what it's called in the literature. Well, I'm probably, you know, admit that a lot of the things I read and seek are along the lines of things I've read and sought previously. And to come from a completely different direction uh, has not been one of my strong suits, to be honest with you. So might be something for me to consider because with every, with every um, exposure to a different thought process, we enhance our thought processes, I believe. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's why I, that's why I intentionally sought that stuff out. Yeah. So I am going to have to do that with purpose from now on. So, and I, you know, just so that, you know, we've got a couple of the names straight in case our listeners are interested. There's a, there's a Netflix documentary on Psycho Shane called Sky Ladder. Uh, and it's called Sky Ladder because one of his uh, projects is a 500 meter ladder upright made out of just light out of, out of fireworks light light so yeah so he, he basically makes a ladder out of fireworks and has to float it in the air mm. but it's it's a 500 meter ladder that's a third of a mile wow. yeah that's pretty good yeah it's pretty amazing but you know it took a lot of took a lot of rejected permits and failed attempts and I'm sure. Yeah. But a whole fireworks art thing. Yeah. Amazing. Always fascinated me. I've watched some of the most incredible pyrotechnic shows and like, how do they do that? Yeah. <laughs> how do you design something like that? Oh my gosh. So and there's a, yes. there's a Basquiat, uh, biopic on hulu right now i forget what it's called but i'll get a, a link yeah get it in the podcast yep huh. i'm gonna be thinking about that freaking raven question now <laughs> good good i got you thinking and got you, you know, got, got your brain pushing in a different direction for a friday 
I may end up putting something about that in vitamin K just to make people, you know, go. He must have been talking to Josh again. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Well, thanks for the exercise, Mr. Shear. Well, thanks for indulging me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you made it this far, congratulations. Goodbye. And if you figure out how the Raven is like the writing desk. Do to let us know. Let us know. Yeah, jkwdpodcast.com for show notes for this and all our other episodes and for a link to contact us. We will definitely be sharing uh with your permission any any answers to to the riddle. <laughs> Vitaminkdaily.com gets yourself four weeks free, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Show notes and more at jkwdpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week. Bye! A Better Humanhood Production.